Hi friends, and welcome back to the Naked Soul Podcast. If you don't know, my name is Caleb, and I'm your host. Last week, I had the chance to sit down with Stephen Matthew Adams for episode 5, and honestly, if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend it. Especially if you're trying to focus on becoming more self-aware, or you need to learn how to sit still and observe your thoughts, or you're just trying to understand what it looks like to fully process your emotions. This episode covers it all. And I'm sure you can agree, these are the things that we often hear about, and we know that they are incredibly important, but so many of us don't know what it actually looks like in the moment. Although I've gotten much better with it, at one time I was controlled by my emotions. I lived a reactionary life dictated by what I was feeling, and as you can imagine, it was a powerless life. I was constantly forfeiting my joy and my happiness. When I brought that up in this episode, Stephen broke down a simple tool that you can begin to implement in your life that will help you detach from any negative thought or emotion that you might be feeling or experiencing, diffuse its power, and respond in a way that's conducive to you living the life that you want. In other words, this simple tool will help you reclaim your power as you no longer allow other people or circumstances to dictate your happiness and your life. I hope that it blesses you as much as it did me. And, th- and in so many ways, this is how I think people get frustrated with either spirituality or personal development, is that when they still have these very human, almost sort of base tendencies or reactions or emotions or thoughts, they tend to feel poorly about themselves because even if they've been doing a lot of personal growth and development, they feel that they should move past these but that's never going to happen while we're living and experiencing life in this human form. The key is to recognize that you are experiencing that thought or emotion. And in a way, the work that we do allows us to isolate it and contain it so that we can observe it objectively and it doesn't poison the whole well. So when you're able to objectively detach from that presumably negative thought, emotion, or reaction and observe it from a third party observational perspective, it immediately begins to diffuse energy because it's always feeding off of you. But when you sever that connection, you create that objective space, it eventually fades relatively quickly. I often hear the analogy, um, it's like you're sitting in a movie theater and the movie yeah. is playing, and the movie is what yeah. you're currently experiencing, but you're not right. actually in the movie. How do yeah. you create that distance so that you can begin to observe what you feel? And like you said, it is true. Like There never comes a time when you live a perfect, emotionally stable, blissful, happy life. If anybody's trying to teach you that, they're full of shit. But what does change is our ability to become aware of it and to respond and to respond properly that is conducive to helping us to get to the place where we want to become and not be controlled by how we feel, so on and so forth. But now that requires, just like you said, the ability to detach and observe. So somebody who has no idea what that actually looks like in practicality terms, what the heck does that actually look like? Yeah, so again, it's it's not the absence of unconscious thought or emotion that we're technically striving for if we're striving for anything. It's the ability to bring those into consciousness as quickly as we can and make sure that we don't react, that we consciously respond, that we don't manifest something externally from a place of unconscious internal experience. So with respect to a practical approach to going down that road, one, One exercise that I advocate with people that I've used myself, when you begin to 
experience or you become aware of the fact that you're experiencing what you consider to be an unconscious, unhealthy or negative thought or emotion, don't resist it, but envision it as contained within this little box within around your heart, around your abdomen. And when you visualize that and it's in a box, you've automatically put sort of borders around it. You're not denying it. You're not denying its existence because that would only further, you know, strengthen the thought or the emotion. So you allow it to exist, but you don't allow it to pervade the entirety of your internal experience. And you can watch it. It's visualization. You're literally watching this thought or this emotion as something now perceptually detached from you. And as you do that, you can come to terms with that. I am here and this thought or emotion is over here. And because all of our thoughts and emotions feed on us for energy and for life, if we intentionally sever that tie, then the emotion or the thought will naturally diffuse. It may take five minutes, it may take an hour, it may take a couple of hours, but if you sit in stillness with that visualization, you'll automatically start to feel the power of that thought or emotion begin to assuage. So true, and I often have a lot of people tell me, and I've even experienced before, we so often resist it because it's so easy to feel like if I don't resist it, it's going to overcome me. Right. But having that visualization of it caged or boxed in kind of thing, a kind of idea, it's now I have almost this perceived safety that I don't have to resist it and still know that it's not going to overcome me because it's contained. Right. So whenever I now can allow it to begin to dissipate as I continue to sit still with it. Yeah, I mean, again, too, that's one of the biggest issues that we have in life with respect to our thoughts and our emotions is that we're intrinsically identified with them. But like you said earlier, with the metaphor in terms of the movie screen or the TV screen, we're in the theater and we're watching a movie, but we're not the movie. We're not in the movie. So the minute that you can realize that what you're experiencing is not the same thing existentially as you, you can automatically begin to objectively detach from those things. Almost like changing the channel, if you will. You hold the remote and in, and in visualizing that thought or that emotion or engaging in another type of meditative practice to be able to do that, it, it brings the power back to you because you realize that you're no longer identified with one or the other. That's what I love about all of this work, um, you know, regardless of what modality you choose to use or your approach to it all. It's all the same mission and the same mission is really coming back to this realization that I hold the key to my own freedom. And it's been with me this entire time. You know, it's learning how to reclaim our power so that we can now begin to create the life that we want to experience here on Earth and not live at the demands of other people, places, or things. You know, I just love, because that's what I'm hearing with you when you talk about, like, I hold the remote. 
I hold the remote to all of this and it just takes practice. It just takes a different approach and a different perspective and a little bit of discipline and your life can radically change. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Naked Soul Podcast. I hope you all were blessed as much as I was. And if you were, I would be thrilled if you would take the time to rate this podcast and even leave a review. It would mean so much to me. Also, if you would like to learn more about the Naked Soul process or learn more about who I am and what I can help you with, please visit www.calebcampbell.me or you can follow me on Instagram at Caleb underscore Campbell. As always, I love you all and I'm rooting for you. And if there's anything I can ever do to help, please don't hesitate to ask.